Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. So I love to eavesdrop sometimes over here in the corner of the Hawk and Tom Studios because uh, Tori and Tom have some of the funniest Conversations gross, gross sometimes yeah, I mean, now. You yeah. love it. You know, Kato's over there minding his business too <laughs> with the the computer, but I, they do have some gross conversations. I'll, I'll listen. Yeah. I'll listen with my back to them, but eventually you'll see me put my headphones on to listen to the music. <laughs> no, I know because I like it's, it's too much for me. Some of it, it does get too gross, but some of it just gets weird, and yeah. it's so funny to me because today I heard Tori ask Tom, "So you know, what's your sign?" Now she wasn't trying to you know hit on him or anything. No. <laughs> it's a pickup line. What's your sign? <laughs> she was trying to see if I fit into what she thought I should be, which I yeah. didn't. She said, oh, you should be a Capricorn, yeah. but I'm a Sagittarius. Well, 26% of Americans believe in astrology. Wow, that so. explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, Tom, you went on to kind of explain to her why you don't believe in that. Right. Yeah. Which was such a Sagittarius thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, I have a friend and uh, he'll try to call me and uh, I won't answer sometimes because I'm busy. Yeah, okay. And uh, he'll text me and go, is your Virgo, is is the (laughs) Virgo season over yet? Because I'm Virgo. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, yeah, that usually lasts a month, but it could go longer with you. Okay. So, Tom, you explained that oh, there's different horoscopes out there. And no matter what website you go to and you check that horoscope or that month with another person's month, and it's not going to be the same. Yeah, if you're honest, you'll yeah. check a horoscope, and there's going to be some stuff that's totally wrong, and you just brush right over that, and then you go to the things that seem kind of accurate, and you're like, whoa, they nailed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like you totally ignored the parts that it didn't nail. They would have to get everything wrong before you would even question it. I see skepticism in your future based off your... (laughs) (laughs) Now, now you really believe in some of that? Some of it, yeah. Well, and I didn't for a long time, but then I read, because I'm a Capricorn... And I was like, wow, we really are stubborn, kind of obnoxious, hardworking. And then Tom was like, no, you're not. It's <laughs> starting to make me believe in it. See? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So 13%, they feel the same about fortune tellers. So they'll go seek someone to tell their fortune for them. Yeah. I don't go out and seek it, but I was at a party at a friend's house. <laughs> okay. And actually another friend that I know was actually the fortune teller at this party. And I didn't know that he 
Red Fortunes. Oh, okay. So I actually did it because it was for a charity. All right. Uh, so I paid some money to get my fortune read, and he was right on. <laughs> I mean, it was my life right there he was talking about. Did he say he saw a drink in your future? Well, the thing is, he knows me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think he has kind of yeah. had the, he kind of cheated a little bit because he yeah. already knew who I was. You drive this kind of car, you live at this location. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy camping. I can see you. I've been camping with you. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, 31% of us think physical objects can hold spiritual energy. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. My mom thinks that crystals are... The uh, burgers? No, <laughs> no, crystals, the rocks. I, I can tell you fortune with those if you want me to. Those crystal burgers, I can tell you what the next day is going to look I'll like. I see a sack full in your future. Uh, oh, oh, the, man. The crystals, yeah. you know, the rocks that are crystals that people like to... Yeah, you know, there's what? like no logic behind it. It's satanic. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely not. There's no science behind it. It's just made up stuff. Oh, science. I'm going to bring you in an amethyst. You need it. Okay. 16% <laughs> believe in numerology, Tom, where patterns and numbers mean something. Like, you know, it's oh. the 13th day of the month, so it's going to be a bad day. Oh, or, gosh. Oh. Yeah. Or the 13th. Friday the 13th. Or the 13th month on the 13th day, and it is 13 th- o'clock. 13th month. What? <laughs> I've been stupid. That's why Hawk can't be a numerologist. 13th day, 13 o'clock. I'm over here going January, February, March, April. <laughs> yeah. You got me on that one. Okay. So maybe I shouldn't fall for fortune tellers. 18% of the people, they think that dream catchers work. In some mystical way. Uh, you put the dream yeah. catcher over your bed. You know, I just don't the, understand why you would believe that without some kind of scientific proof. Why does it going to be scientific? Because I can make <laughs> yeah. up anything and yeah. say it and yeah. there's, without some kind of measuring to see if it works. But sometimes placebo effect does work. It didn't with the dream catcher. I did try that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we tried the money tree, too. That's yet to... <laughs> They're dead. All right. Mine's kind of coming back over 12% here. 12% <laughs> think that fairies are real. And if no. there are any kids listening, yes, they are. They're tooth fairies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they are real. all kind of fairies. Yeah. But that's not that's scientific. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, of course, women are fascinated with mythological creatures like unicorns and vampires and men who are good listeners <laughs> and can pick up after themselves. Notice <laughs> the two guys in the room didn't pick up on that. I picked up on it. I ignored <laughs> it. So they believe in mythological <laughs> creatures. <laughs> Just oh, saying. Wow. All right. So I'm trying to look up different Capricorn like on here. So one of these sites says Capricorns fit into the star sign dates between December 22nd and January 20th. Which is true. That's they true. are the hardest Yay. workers of the Zodiac and love nothing more Air than flip. getting ahead in life. They're ambitious, determined, materialistic, and strong. They will keep going when others would have given up 10 miles back. Um, they tend to keep small circles, but are loyal and supportive of their friends and loved ones. They love creating a secure, luxurious nest, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now, if I go to another site. No, let's just stick with that one. That, that, uh-huh. sounded, like, <laughs> that sounded like Tori. <laughs> it's, uh, it says they have long-term goals and don't want to be bogged down by annoying details. They can <gasps> be so perceived true. as cold, unemotional, or yeah. even cutthroat. Oh, yeah. I don't like that one. Leave That's that one off. because they have perspective that things won't matter in five years and they cannot be bothered with things today. And they easily get annoyed by a guy named Tom. <laughs> That's on the Virgo list, too. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I'm a little upset right now. Well, 
<laughs> What's new? Someone has <laughs> stolen something from me. Uh-oh. I've been saying this on our show forever, and this lady put it in a TED Talk, and now she's getting credit for it. Okay. Now, to be fair, I probably stole it whenever I started saying it. Just say borrowed. Borrowed is a nicer word. Sure. <laughs> um, but this lady has come in, and she's gotten fame and recognition for this, and I have been ignored. Okay. But I've told you guys many, many times, the best way to give someone a compliment that will actually stick, that will make them believe you meant it, is not to be vague, like, I don't want to tell Tori, hey, your show sounded great yesterday. That's vague. It doesn't sound sincere. But if I say, hey, Tori, that break you did about the guy that broke into the gas station and he found a cat in the ceiling and saved it, that was really good. I think you were listening to a different show. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) But but if she had done that break, she would have been like, oh, my gosh, he was really paying attention and he did mean it. Yeah. Which you have done before, and I do appreciate it. It's yes. very nice. And I, and I make an effort to try to remember the details because I know that when I give the compliment, I need to add those details to make it seem sincere. And specific. <laughs> specific is how you make it yeah. seem oh, sincere. Oh, gotcha. uh, yes. Yeah. So you're, you're specific so they'll believe that it's sincere. That yeah. Um, now this lady has gone and she has given three tips for doing compliments and that is the main thing she has. She also mentioned some others that I think I've said before too. use their name. So whenever you want to give someone a compliment, you don't just go, Hey, you, you were really good yesterday. You want to go up and say, Hey, Tori, you were really good. What if you don't remember their name? Then you need <laughs> to try to find it out if you can. Okay. It's not going to be taken as seriously if you don't. And they say, and this one I'll give her credit for. I've not said this one before. Okay. Don't praise and run. So don't say that and then walk out of the studio and leave. You need to hang out with them for a little bit and maybe ask a follow-up question and listen to the answer because that shows the person that you were sincere and you might even be curious to learn something from them. I could see that definitely, but sometimes you don't have the time to stick around, but you want to be like, hey, what you said yesterday was hilarious. Just real quick, wanted to let you know. And then you got to go somewhere. You're busy, but. Right. But that does sound kind of like lame. You're like, I was too busy to even stay for a second. Because you'll be (laughs) stuck in that long drawn out conversation with Tom. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) So those are three very good tips. And my biggest beef is that I'm certain I came up with one of them, or at least beat her to it. And I'm pretty sure the second one with a name, but the third one is hers. So I feel like she stole part of her speech from me. You should sue her. I should. (laughs) I just need to find out how to do that. But uh, those are really good tips. I think a lot of times we, we all know that you have to give like 10 compliments for every insult, and none of us ever do that. I thought that was in marriage or relationships. That's everything. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's just life. If you give someone a job at a job, if you're the boss and you give someone negative criticism, you're supposed to give 10 compliments for every negative wow. comment. That's a lot. The quicker version is the compliment sandwich. What's a compliment sandwich? So you start with something positive. Hey, really love that you showed up early today. I appreciate that. What you did yesterday wasn't great, but I appreciate what you're doing today. That's it goes a horrible in and out. idea. <laughs> it's the thing. A horrible idea. Can I have fries with that? <laughs> I made you hungry. <laughs> you, you basically just trashed your compliment with that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 
I don't know anyone that deserves 10 compliments. I know. I know. I don't think that's doable. I'm not going to do it. That's a big old sandwich right there. That's like a buffet. Compliment buffet is what it is. That's why I like my plan. I feel like by being specific like that, you don't have to do all 10 of them anymore. I think that one's going to stand out and is actually going to buy you a lot. That is great information, Tom. Thanks for sharing it this morning. What, gonna, what was great information? What you just talked about. That's a fake oh, man, I compliment. Did it wrong. Okay. <laughs> See, I can't remember all that. I just, I, two words. You're awesome. <laughs> I like that. You rock. <laughs> yeah. But they don't, they don't always think you're sincere. But I am. They know I am. You're my favorite. When you just said it now, I didn't believe you. Well, I, w- I was giving you an example. Oh, okay. I wasn't actually saying it to you. I got you. Because, yeah, I was right then. You weren't being sincere to me. Okay. What happened to that sandwich? <laughs> Still waiting on the fries. <laughs> okay. Well, I um, I would give you guys a compliment, but I don't know whether or not you'd serve one right now. I think you're doing it wrong too. <laughs> I just think, saying, Corey, <laughs> you handled this break well. Thank you. I think you delivered it well. Thank you. <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> okay. No, thank you. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, you know when the. Uh, 12 Days of Christmas song. I've never heard about the eight maids of pilking <laughs> instead of milking. Well, you wouldn't have been able to have pilk if they didn't do that. Well, part of our Torch Tuesday today is pilk. Okay. <laughs> have you seen the trend? All right. This is Lindsay Lohan, and she's advertising for Pepsi. And I'm not real sure why Pepsi wanted to do this, but they have come up with a concoction called pilk. Yeah. And it is about half and half milk and Pepsi. Some I've seen where it's 60% milk, and some I've seen where it's about 60% Pepsi. But it's in that ballpark. Yeah. And Lindsay Lohan acts like it's real good. But then again, <laughs> she was on cocaine for quite a while, so I don't know whether to trust her oh, or not. Hey, well, if you ever watched that old Laverne and Shirley TV show. Truth. Laverne yeah. was always drinking Pepsi and milk. Which is, I don't even remember uh, that, but yeah, that's weird. Well, they say it's kind of like a uh, Coke float. Like, you know, when you have ice cream with a Coke? That's the only way this could possibly make sense. Well, here's what we've decided to do. We brought in a bunch of soda. We got Sprite, Mountain Dew, Root Beer. There's some Jack Daniels over there. Oh, that's not a soda. It's a soda for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, we have Dr Pepper. So we'll do a little taste test for you for Torch Tuesday this week. I I think we should start out with just the pill and see what it's like. So uh, we're gonna pour shot glasses here. You guys got yours over there. All right. I wish that y'all would have told me. I'd have brought in my fireball. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Kato brought in shot glasses for us. So we'll do the uh, first little taste test. All right, Tori. So I've got my. Uh, milk here, and I'm adding my Pepsi. And we are on Facebook Live if uh, anyone okay. wants to tune in. Here we go. I'm going to do. All right, we're going to do the like pilk, shots in the morning. Pilk challenge. Here we go. Oh, wow. It's oh, kind of like you, a. It's kind of like a little um, iced coffee. Are you guys ready? Here we all go. Right. First pilk. Okay. Have all you already right. tasted yours, Tom? Um, let me add the Pepsi here. I just mm. have a little more room, I think. Okay. Oh, gosh. So here we go. First one, pilk challenge here. You ready? <laughs> hey, make sure you hashtag this. We might win something. Three, <laughs> two, one, go. Oh. Oh. That is not good. It is good. I like I, it. I kind of like it, too. I did not. <laughs> I, it's not bad. It's not anything I'm going to drink, but it's not yeah. bad. I kind of like it. I don't. How much milk did you put in there? About half. I put half and half. Okay. I think I put more milk in mine. 
Barkeep, will you hit me up another one? Okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like that. I could drink this. All but right. Don't drink too much, Tori, because we have other oh, flavors. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. That. So when we were talking about this, I said, you know what would be not so good is if you were to use some sort of a uh, <laughs> tropical or or tangy flavor, like Sprite or Mountain Dew, I don't think would be as good. Yeah. Okay. So, so you want to try one of those? You wanna, let's do those. Let's do them together. Sprite. Okay. Go ahead and do Sprite. My milk's poured. We're going to do Sprite this time around. What would you call this? Spilk? Spilk. <laughs> Spilk. <laughs> Sounds like spoiled milk. Or mites. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do... Here we go. All right, here we go. Pour right, in go. the milk now. Now, milk and Sprite together just look white. It doesn't smell great. I feel like the Facebook Live is turning into the Blair Witch Project because I'm trying to get everything on here. That's okay. Kato's your bartender over there. <laughs> oh, thank All you, right, so I could have brought my bar mat in. Here we go. Sprite and it's called Spilk. Here we Spilk. go. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm. Oh, no. You know, that's no, not bad. That ain't good. I don't like that one. I'm with you, Tom. I don't think it's that bad either. Really? I am not going to trust you guys with food anymore. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. If This would make me drink milk more often. Okay. Because I don't like plain milk, but I kind of like this. Is anyone lactose intolerant in here? (laughs) Oh, I am. I get gas when I drink milk. All right. We're doing a Torch Tuesday experiment. Let's do one last one here. No, we got got a couple more. How about root beer? Root beer. I, I don't even like root beer. Well, yeah, <laughs> kind of the same. Yeah, well, okay. I don't hate it, but it's not my favorite. Let's fave. do it real quick. And you can't get me to do a root beer float or any type of okay. Pepsi flow or Pepsi and peanuts. We're doing the pilk challenge this morning. Pepsi wants you to use Pepsi and milk for pilk for the holiday season. And it's uh, a lot of people online doing it. So here we go. Now, this one does look kind of like an espresso or some sort of coffee once it's mixed <laughs> and, in. And you're doing half milk and half ru- root beer, right? That's what I thought we've okay. been doing the whole time. Right, half just half. Make sure. Here we go. Three, cheers. two, one, cheers. And? Okay, the mouth noises are making me gag a little bit. <sighs> that's that's better. That's the best one for me Actually, so far. That one's not my favorite, but I can drink it. It's yeah, all right. Hmm. Had worse things. I think Pepsi could be on to something. All right, let's here. do the word. Let's go ahead and make it citrusy, Tom. Do you mm. want to go with uh, Mountain Dew or Sprite? We did Sprite already. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Okay. Which one do you think's best so far? I think the root beer is best so far, but what do we call that one? Um, root milk. Root milk. Root milk. Okay. Okay. Gosh, I don't know. I think the Pepsi might have been my favorite. Okay. Yeah, me too, to be honest. Pilk? Okay. I'm a Pepsi Here we go. Person. We're doing Mountain Dew. And I what do you call this one? Hey, we could try Moke. What's, oh, okay. Yeah, with a Coke. Yeah. When are we trying the Jack oh. Daniels? <laughs> That's coming up after the microphones are off. Okay, so this is Mountain Dew. Mountain Milk or Milk milk and Dew? Mountain Dilk. Or Milk Dew. <laughs> mountain, mountain Dilk sounds bad. Mountain Dilk. Be careful I ain't these. touching that. Okay, here we go. Is We're going to try the Mountain Dilk right here. Three, two, one, go. Cheers, everyone. Mm. That's not good. That is not good. <laughs> not good. Okay. Okay. I don't like that one. Milk is not a good combo. <laughs> oh. that, was, that might be my favorite. Is it really? <laughs> That's yeah. great. You know why? Because mm. I didn't really taste soft drink or the, the soda part. Oh. Okay. It seems smoother than the rest Maybe of you poured too much milk in. All no, right. I've been doing half okay. One last experiment, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Coming back up. Right. I don't like that one. I'll open that, that one. so bad. Okay, you did it. I was just going to give it to you. Okay. Ooh, that one made me sweat. Yeah, Lee. All right, this is Dr. Pepper. This will be called Dr. Pilk, I guess. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Dr. Peprick. Pelprick. 
I've, I've been drinking too much, y'all. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> we got little shot glasses in here. Kato brought in. This is Doctor Milker. Okay, Doctor Doctor Milk. I could have brought no. a shot glass for the entire upstate. Dr. Pil- <laughs> Pilker. Dr. Pilker is what this is. All right, taste test for Torch Tuesday. Three, two, one, go. Mm. Oh, no. That's that, not bad. I don't like that it. It's not bad, actually. Honestly. It's, not, it's got a nice little vanilla that rolls off your tongue. It's like, Yeah, they have vanilla Coke out. But, but, I'm going to need to try it again. Yeah, they I have vanilla Dr. Pepper, I think. I don't think you're going to sit around, <laughs> though, and make this concoction for all. You know, like uh, your mom sits there and makes that crock pot. Hot cocoa for you for the holidays. Right. You ain't going to be doing this. I don't for, know. For the kids. I think the kids might like it. Mm. It could be you a good way to get like, them to drink some milk. Oh, sorry. I will say, you brought in what I guess is whole milk. Yeah. So that's it's a little thicker milk experience. Well, I think that's what you want to do. No, I agree. Yeah. It's it's more of a milk. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, so. I drank more milk than I've drank in a month. <laughs> just now. All right, so uh, what's your thoughts? I'm going to go, Pilk is probably the best one to go with. I agree. I'll say yes. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I like them all except the Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew was bad. Yeah. I'm going to save this last one. I brought in some RC. Mm. I wouldn't share that. No, I ain't going to. I'm, the, I'm a redneck. It's in my briefcase. Kato and Tori and I are going to have the Jack Daniels coat. Yes. <laughs> Let me clean out the milk. I don't want any milk in All there. right. We did the taste test for you for this Torture Tuesday. Going with the Pilk is my number one fave, and then I would go with Root Pilk. Did root, you root like beer. Pilk, though? I did, okay. but I like Root Beer. And then uh, oh, the Spilk was one of them, and Mountain Dilk. It's not the that's the worst one, I think. Mountain Dilk and the worst can... sounding one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, you know, Christmas is a time for peace on Earth, for but not for everybody because Christmas causes a lot of fights. Apparently, do you put your Christmas ornaments on the back of the tree? That's a thing people fight over? Yeah, yeah. Well, for yeah. our tree, it's sitting in the dining room, and the window is one side, and the dining room's the other, so we have to. Okay. But if it was in the corner up in the edge, I wouldn't do it on the back. No. Well, I understand the lights, you know what I'm saying? Like, because the people going to see the lights from afar, but oh. they won't see your Christmas balls. Yeah, they will. From, from the, the street, the sidewalk. You uh, can see the balls. How about the ornaments? <laughs> do you put your ornaments? A lot of people put their worst ornaments on the back side of the tree so no one can see them. You said that you can't see the ornaments or the Christmas balls from the street, but my wife makes me wear underwear around the house for that reason. So I'm pretty sure you can see the ornaments. So back to <laughs> ornaments on the back of the tree. Yes, the ugly homemade ones, they yeah. go on the back. You know, Aww. 31% of the people still put ornaments on that they made in elementary school. Do you have one of those or a couple of those elementary school ornaments from... Your past? My mom has them still up on her tree. Does she put them up every year? The ones that my brother and I made when we were little kids. Yeah, 31% of people still actually hang those ornaments. And I have to say, we did pretty good work. (laughs) Mine was not. Do you ever wonder if moms actually want to put that up? Like, not saying that you didn't You're do a great a job because You're not I'm a mom. sure. You're not a but parent. there's got to be that moment of like my beautiful tree and then this weird no. lopsided no. No turkey one, that they made. Like that. You, you don't even need, need to be talking until you have a kid wow. and understand because you will put up. You just turn my mic off then. <laughs> you will put up anything. It would be the worst drawn picture on your refrigerator. It's There's something about your kid that you're like, wow, that's great. Well, sometimes when my dog does his paw print, I wow. Put <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, you don't know. So, <laughs> by the way, what the dog leaves in the yard is not an ornament. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Christmas gift. Get some of those little Christmas hooks. <laughs> put them in when it's fresh. Just put them in. There's Let plenty. it dry out there and hang it on the tree. There's probably a company stuff. out there that does that. Mr. They hey, make all hey. kind of stuff out of dog okay. poop. It's a Christmas poop. So <laughs> I did. You? I did like a bell, and it was made out of felt, and had the gl- still has glue stains on it. And I ran out of room putting my name on it, so I have one letter off on my name. And Bless so yeah. So it's Hall. Yeah, Hall. Hall. <laughs> yeah, Hall. See uh, why you don't understand, Tori. Yeah. I even have a little trouble with that one. <laughs> What do you mean? If my kids did that, I don't know if I'd put it up or not. <laughs> okay. Oh, now we're on my side. I just told you. Yeah. See? Okay. And I have a felt Santa Claus and has glue stains on that. It has a little bit of glitter. And part of his beard's missing. It's like somewhere his beard got lost along the way, and it's kind of patchy. It's not like it's kind of like homeless Santa or uh, like a, I don't know. Maybe he's puberty Santa. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. He's just trying to go through his puberty. It's coming. Yeah. But, yeah, he lost some of his hair along the way. And he's he's got one eye missing, too. (laughs) He's been tough on that Santa. But now that was years ago when I was in elementary school. I made that one. But it's a pirate Santa. (laughs) I feel bad for your mom. Why? Because she had to, like, love those. Okay, so now you are on Tori. I am well with you. (laughs) I mean, I understand with your own kids, but when it's someone else's kid, you don't see it the same. I got you. I got you. As someone in the text in said they have a nativity scene, and it's missing a camel and a baby Jesus, and they replaced it with a G.I. Joe action figure and an R2-D2 in the what? manger. It works. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your manger could be whatever. Well, if you're missing a couple pieces there, yeah. you just got to kind of improvise, adapt, and overcome. <laughs> mm. I don't think I have any... Ornaments None? I made. I don't remember making ornaments in school. Oh man, I they do it all the time now for I the kids. I have some that my grandmother made, my granny made. Really? Yeah. yeah. So Was she good those. at it? She she would just do like the crocheting type uh, ornaments, like the wreaths and stuff. Right. I don't put any of it up. It's all boxed up in my attic. I don't decorate. Well, as long as you don't put any of it up, that's no insult. Yeah, okay, If good. you put some of them up and not others, then you would be insulting there the person. Zero okay. So we're all, I guess, not in agreement with putting, I guess, ornaments up on the back of the tree. If it's facing the corner, you don't put any ornaments there. I thought we did agree. Did we? You don't. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's okay, what you I don't. Why would Tori? you put them up on the back? <laughs> that's yeah. What, that's where the messed up part of the tree goes. Yep. <laughs> the back corner. Who needs to fluff out that side of the fake tree? <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 